on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. The Biden administration has been under pressure to ban the popular Chinese-owned social media app TikTok. Calls are growing louder from many lawmakers and national security hawks to ban TikTok over fears the app could censor content, influence users, and give Americans personal data to Beijing. But the Chinese tech company ByteDance, which owns TikTok, denies the allegations. So far, Montana has has become the first U.S. state to ban TikTok after the governor signed legislation prohibiting mobile application stores from offering the app within the state starting next year. The move is among the most dramatic in a series of escalations against TikTok. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Thanks so much for joining me today. So is this a one-off decision or the beginning of the end for TikTok in America? I think it's the beginning of something new. Um, I think many states are, look, in terms of federal devices, um, in terms of many states, you're not allowed to use uh, TikTok on, on state devices. Uh, there's political pressure um, that's led to certain campuses uh, on inside of the United States saying that you can't use TikTok on our campus. And, you know, looking at what was said before Congress, which was talking out of one side of their mouth, and the fact that now we're seeing that not only um, is TikTok storing personal information of Americans on Chinese servers, but there were influencers more recently that had their financial data pulled off of their phones and shared uh, with you know TikTok's uh, TikTok's parent ByteDance. It's it's a lot of risk, you know. And and the, the thing is that we we're getting one story publicly, but you get another story privately. You get things that are popping up in the news, and you're getting our legislators that are apprised of this. Um, I think what it could do is it could lead to further shutdowns and and potentially a outright ban. But I think that outright ban is something that's going to get politically charged, specifically as we go into the twenty four cycle. Now, parents have seen the name TikTok in the news. And, and articles, but they may not fully understand how the plot platform actually works. You know, it did start, of course, with the dancing craze that the younger generations were doing, but there's also a dark side and numerous challenges that have gone viral. Can you talk a little bit about the pros and cons of the app? Sure. I mean, the, the pros are that you have a broad-based app that basically is the next generation of what Vine was, you know, that has short-form videos that people like to consume um, in, you know, rapid fashion uh, inside of a simple app. The challenges that you have are, are things that we're seeing with the TikTok challenges. I mean, in, in Alabama, what was this over the weekend? Uh, there was this high-speed boat jump challenge and four kids died. You know, they broke their necks as soon as they hit the water. Uh, you're seeing this with a lot of the TikTok challenges that are, are more extreme. You know, drink this, finish this, jump off of this, you know, get out of your car and dance while it's moving. And and the, the number of deaths and injuries that have, have stemmed from this are, are, are massive. Um, that's one part of the issue. The, the second part of the issue is just the safety and security and privacy of, you know, our citizens. Um, more often than not, this data is shared with China. Uh, more often than not, we're finding that they'll say one thing and do another thing. So from a state perspective, I can see many other states potentially banning this. From a federal perspective, 
I personally think that there's political pressure um, to keep TikTok alive simply because politically it's seen as very valuable to the 24 cycle. And if you take it out before the 24 cycle, the question becomes what happens to all of these Generation Z voters? You know, about 62 million of them coming online. Um, and, and that's that's what's part and parcel of the complexity of solving this, uh, while at the same point in time looking at the fact that we really do need to safeguard citizens. Now, the FBI Director Christopher Wray said TikTok, <laughs> excuse me, could be used, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the FBI Director Christopher Wray said that TikTok could be used to control software on millions of devices. Should users think twice before continuing to use the app? I think so. You know, um, you, you're finding more and more that like, the, the latest data was 25% of Generation Z and millennials don't really care about privacy. Um, but the simple fact that you've got an application that pulls data from multiple applications on your device already is is a concern. Um, you know, uh, the Facebook app alone right now can literally listen to things that you're saying and target you with advertising on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, so it's not hard to believe that the TikTok app could be far more nefarious than that. Um, but the, the challenge really comes down to two things. One is, you know, how do people view privacy inside of 2023? And two, you know, what are our regulators really willing to do in order to safeguard our security and our privacy and our data privacy um, inside of a field where this application itself has become almost bigger than Facebook and very difficult to control? Uh, Sultan, thanks so much for joining me today. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this. 